My entitled dad is demanding $15,000 for a new truck, but I'm refusing to give him the money because he is notorious for never paying people back. And now he's furious, claiming that I owe him the money for this truck because he had to raise me all the way up to adulthood. And I honestly could not be more upset. Here's what happened. So for a little bit of backstory, my dad is very entitled and thinks that everyone owes him something. He borrows money from people, but more so from his family. His brother, my uncle, has loaned him thousands of dollars for loans for stupid stuff, like a new car that he bought, only for it then to get repossessed by the bank. My uncle has also given him money to fund the divorce from my mom and to pay for his bankruptcy. In fact, because of my dad, my aunt and my uncle no longer speak to him or my sisters or myself anymore because my dad borrowed so much money from them just so he could pay off his debts or buy a new car. And he never paid them back, so they cut off all contact with us. I guess their theory is sins of the father or something like that. To my dad, my aunt and uncle are basically jerks because he thinks that they shouldn't hold a grudge and that family helps family. But my dad literally screwed them out of thousands of dollars, so I don't blame them for cutting him off. Anyway, my dad is now a retired truck driver. When he was still working, he was driving the company-owned truck and wanted to make more money, so he needed to buy his own truck. He tried to do this once before when I was graduating from college, and wouldn't you guess it, he ended up losing it for not making payments. According to him, it was because he wasn't making enough money. So, several years ago, before my husband and I got married, my dad called me out of the blue one day, and he was asking me how I was doing. For some context, I had just started a well-paying job at the same hospital where my husband works. We were both making good money, and we were saving for our wedding at the time. While we are not rich, we are keeping our heads afloat, as most millennials are trying to do right now. We do not own our own home, but Again, our money goes towards our household items as well as all of our house payments. We don't have kids, so sure, it might appear that we are rich in some way. But again, we pay our debts, and if there is anything we want to do like go on a vacation or buy a new gaming computer, we do put our money away to save for it. So with that out of the way, my dad was asking me about the new job, and I naively told him that it was great and that it was really paying well. And once I told him that, that's when my dad sprung on the opportunity. He said to me, Well, I'm just wondering, do you think you and your husband can give me like $15,000 to make a down payment for a new truck? I'll promise I'll pay you back right away. And when he said that, my mind was blown because this was my aunt and uncle situation all over again. I told him, I'm sorry, dad, but I can't do that. We're putting money away to pay for our wedding. And he thankfully said, okay, and said goodbye and hung up. And after that, I thought that was the end of the discussion. But no, this literally was just the beginning. I later get a string of nasty text messages from my dad saying that I should be able to afford it because my husband and I are apparently rich and I should be able to part with that kind of money and give it to him. He then tried to rationalize my life away with my husband by saying that we don't need to have a nice wedding and that we can just downsize our life with our living situation. I responded to his text and told him again, absolutely not, telling him bluntly that if we give him this money, we will never see it again. And when I said that to him, it really really upset him. He didn't like that for a second and responded that I apparently owed him because he raised me and put me through college. But what he's saying is a complete lie. He didn't put me through college. The U.S. Department of Education put me through college. The most he paid for was gas money to come to my college graduation. He sent me text after text with his sausage fingers, trying to tell me off and to convince me to give him the money. But I absolutely refused to do so. After this conversation, my husband and I absolutely agreed 
guaranteed that we will never loan my entitled father any kind of money because we know for a fact that we will never get it back. My husband and I have now gone very limited contact with him and honestly, it's probably for the best. This entitled father is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, did he really think that he was going to get any kind of money from his kids after they have seen him not pay back their uncle and their aunt? I mean, did they really think they would not remember the way he treated them and the money that he basically stole from them? Like, that's just ridiculous in my opinion. And you know what? If I was in the original poster shoes, there's no way I would give any money to this dad. He does not sound reliable, and you can bet he really would never pay them back. It would just be one excuse after another, just like he did with his own siblings. So good for the original poster for putting their foot down, because you know what? You've got a wedding to pay for, and you can bet that your dad won't pay for a single cent of it. So there's no reason to give up your hard-earned money. Today, I got yelled at for flagging down a drunk customer, even though they were absolutely past their limit and we had to call the cops on them. And I am honestly thinking about quitting my job because of how poorly management has treated me. So this recently happened this past Saturday. I started at a new restaurant for me almost two weeks ago. It's a Hooters-like restaurant. For the most part, I like most of our patrons. I've never been tipped as well as when I started working where I am now. Enter the day of the Baylor game. So I go into work Saturday afternoon and the Baylor American football game is on. And I honestly don't remember who they played and I couldn't really pay attention to the game because of the next guy that came in. And this guy was something else. The encounter started off innocently enough. The hostess sat the guy down, brought him a menu, and told him someone would be with him very shortly. I come in and I do my thing. I pour on my brand of kindness and this guy orders something simple enough. Some french fries, onion rings, wings, and some beer. I do my usual job of keeping the wings and other stuff coming when he requested more. As the game went on, the guy was getting drunk Eventually and finally, I saw enough as this guy was starting to get belligerent and I had to flag him down. For those who are unfamiliar, flagging means that the customer cannot be served more alcohol. I walk over to the bartender and I tell him that the guy at this table has been flagged. This guy then gets so incredibly angry. He starts screaming at me. Other servers and patrons start looking over in our direction and it gets so bad that someone calls the cops. The guy is screaming at me and is screaming for some kind of manager to help mitigate the situation. He then tells the manager to make me unflag him so he can keep drinking, but the manager refuses to do so. Eventually, after much back and forth, the cops finally come in and take the guy away. And despite this incredibly jarring experience, I try my best to continue to serve out the rest of my shift like nothing happened. So my last hour starts, and the game's over by this time, and a few servers and I sing happy birthday to a boy who just turned 10 years old. After we were done and we're getting ready to go back to our sections. The front of house manager asks two servers to take care of my section for about 15 minutes or so. I then get asked to come back to the back office and once I go back there, I get ambushed. I get yelled at for the job I've done so far and I get yelled at for flagging an obviously drunk man who wanted to threaten me. They told me that I'm the worst server that they've ever had and that I'm just not doing what they expected. After that, I left the office and I went back out and I finished my shift. I'm honestly not sure what to make of management or my co-workers. I don't think management is crazy about how I interact with customers, even though I'm doing everything they ask me to do. And I don't think my co-workers, aside from my friend, are crazy about me working there because I get more tips than they do, even though I do as much work as they do. And my reviews from customers, for the most part, have been very good. I'm already thinking about quitting, and that's strange for me to say, but I'm not liking being treated like I've never served a table in my life. Even though I have close to four years of experience,
experience as a server, and I honestly know what I'm doing. What would you do in my situation? Was I right to flag the customer when I did? What should I do? I think you absolutely did the right thing. This guy clearly had way too much to drink, and he was starting to get belligerent. I mean, the cops had to be called just to calm him down. Like, this is absolutely not your fault. If anything, the fact that management is doubling back, and they're saying, no, what you did is bad, even though they defended you and said, no, we're not going to unflag him, is really, really hypocritical in my opinion. They were there. They saw it all go down. So for them to stand on the sidelines and point fingers like that and be like, um, it's your fault. It's not our fault is really ridiculous in my opinion and not fair in the slightest. So I really don't blame you for wanting to quit and get away from these people because let's look at the alternative. What if you did just do nothing and you let this guy get even more drunk? Who knows how angry and violent he could have become? I think we saw a very brief glimpse of that when he basically threatened you and said these terrible things about you. So no, you didn't do anything wrong in my opinion. You did exactly what you need to do to not only preserve yourself, but also the place that you work at. I mean, I can only imagine the scene this guy caused when he freaked out in some drunk tirade. So if you do decide to quit, I think you've got some good reasons to look for another job. Because based on what you've described, management absolutely sucks. And you can bet they'll probably try to throw you under the bus again later on. So if you do decide to stick around, then definitely be on your guard. Because it doesn't seem like these people have your best interest in mind. And I think you need to remember that moving forward. My boyfriend threatens to leave me unless I make 11000 more dollars a year by a certain date of his choosing. And I honestly don't know what to do. I love the man I am with and have wished that he would propose to me for years. I have been with him for eight years in total. We usually got along really well and we have very similar views on most things. We think alike in many ways and I find him very attractive. I have known in my heart that I am very devoted as well as a faithful partner to him, but I just don't think he feels that way about me. I brought up marriage again the other day and he says he does not want to marry me because he doesn't want to involve the government and that it's just a piece of paper. He also started calling me superstitious even for wanting to get married, but I said I want to do it because it's romantic and it's symbolic. I'm worried he's afraid of commitment to me, but he claims he is committed because he's been with me for eight years. A small issue that's cropped up is that I was the first one to tell him that I love him after two and a half years of being together and I hope that he would do it because he was so unsure about me while I was so sure and enthusiastic about him in the beginning. I gave up on that and I just said it myself. Another issue is that he will never allow me to drink at home or when we go out to eat. On my first trip to Paris, I asked him if it was okay for me to get a drink with dinner and he said no. I really enjoy drinking and it's just a shame that I cannot do it at home or even when we go out because he chooses not to drink. Not even a single sip because he thinks that it's unwise so he won't let me do it either. The thing that bothers me the most though is that he will look at women in such a suggestive way and this happens wherever we go even if they happen to be the next door neighbor which did happen for a while but thankfully she moved out. When I bring this up he gaslights me saying he's just looking at people around him and he isn't looking at them because he finds them attractive but with that in mind he does not stare at anyone but young attractive women so I honestly think he's full of it. It really hurts me every time it happens but he says he's not staring them down and he won't stop doing it. Also to clarify if I started to show any kind of interest in any men or even looked at a man in the way he looks at some women he would definitely be upset. I also see that he clicks on girls on Twitch who are just there to make money selling their bodies which honestly really bothers me. Pretty much the only thing I am doing wrong in his eyes is that I make $49,000 a year 
but he says that I need to make at least $60,000 by a specific date or he's going to walk out on me. Another issue is I don't like my ribs being touched for inexplicable reasons. And he has known this for several years. But last night during a massage, he tested his fingers on my ribs, which I told him many times not to do during a massage. And this bothered him enough that he started looking for apartments right afterwards and said it was very upsetting to him, claiming that he might be moving out because of this. There have been other issues this past weekend, but that's the thing that pushed him over the edge. I apologized shortly after, saying that I'm really sorry, but I just have an aversion to having my ribs touched. I have struggled with this a lot. I love my current job. I can work from home doing it, and it is not stressful in the slightest. I am fine with the amount that I'm making. He wants me to make more because we live in a big city, which is very expensive, which is also entirely his fault. I would prefer to live somewhere cheaper, but he will not move to the suburbs and wants to be here for his job. It bothers me because I feel like I'm reduced to my income. He has never supported me in any way, and I would never expect him to. He also would never give me a cent of his own money or ever get a bill, even though he makes more than me, and I'm okay with that. I'm now wondering if it's even possible for this guy to have real feelings for me while saying that he's going to leave me if I don't find a job that makes me at least $60,000. Also, as a note, I'm not qualified for any $60,000 jobs, so I honestly would not even know where to start. I have a college degree, but it did not make me qualified for a high-paying job, as I was a liberal arts major. I'm honestly just so confused, and I really don't know what to do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In my opinion, you've got a lot bigger issues than how much money you're going to make. This guy that you call your boyfriend for the past eight years is a piece of garbage and he's being very manipulative towards you and he's being honestly just completely awful. Like the way you're being treated is absolutely unfair. So he's really going to walk out on you unless you make $60,000? I mean, what kind of man would push that on his girlfriend all of a sudden? And the fact that he crossed a boundary that you didn't like is his reason for looking for an apartment just to move out is honestly ridiculous. And that's just something some kind of tactic that he's using just so he can manipulate you further. I mean, this guy's terrible. Not to mention the fact that he's checking out other women constantly. So if I was in your shoes, I would take a good hard look at this relationship because based on what you've described, this honestly does not sound healthy. And I really think some changes need to be made if you ever want to find any kind of happiness in this relationship. My entitled coworker is an absolute nightmare who is constantly brown nosing the upper management and always trying to find reasons to get somebody fired. And I'm 
I'm so glad that I never have to work with her again. So this happened back in 2016. We hired this girl who at first seemed really nice. She handled guests well and she picked up the job pretty quickly. And I have to admit that at first I did have a bit of a crush on her. After a while though, it became fairly obvious that she was a bit of a narcissist. She started having trouble coming in for her first shift on time, which as the auditor at this hotel that I worked at was unbelievably annoying. Then she started expecting me or the early housemen to have coffee prepared for her the way that she liked it by the time she walked in, which was a major red flag right there and then. She soon decided that brown nosing the higher ups was the way to go and it paid off for her greatly. She was soon promoted to front office manager. About a month into her being the front office manager, she not only started demanding her prepared coffee, but said that if she wasn't here by 7.30 in the morning for her shift, she wanted someone to go over to her house to wake her up, which is also not going to happen. There was no way I was playing this game with her. She was moved over to second shift when her tardiness became too much of an issue to ignore. But of course, management spun it, as she was needed to handle more guest complaints that would come in during the evenings. While she was on the desk, she would have her AirPods in and always be on a video call with her boyfriend. She would hide the AirPods under her hair, but her calls would last 10 hours or more, and often he would be asleep on the phone. She admitted that she was doing that, as well as tracking his phone to know where he was at all times. To make matters worse for him, while he'd be sleeping, I would come on duty at 11 o'clock, and she would promptly say, I have to go help a room with their TV, and then flounce off and be gone until 12.30 or 1 o'clock in the morning, and then come back with her hair and her clothes completely disheveled. So it was pretty obvious that she was not being subtle, if you know what I mean. We tried reporting her for fraternizing with guests a few times, but since she was so far up management's you-know-whats, they did nothing about it. But then, out of nowhere, she then decided to get up and move back to her home country of Jordan with no notice, and did not return to the U.S. for more than four months. She was supposedly fired during this time, but as soon as she came back, management actually rehired her. But this time, it wasn't in a management position for now. She realized she needed to get back to brown nosing in order to get back in good standing with management. So she made a big show of asking to be cross-trained in all departments. One night, she was training with me, and in between dealing with guests who were very upset, she revealed just how much of a nut job she really is. Because she told me, unprompted, mind you, about how whenever someone yells at her and she gets mad, she apparently gets pretty violent and will start throwing objects. She even told me that she's torn up her parents' houses on multiple occasions because of some kind of argument that she would have with her mom. I sent her home as soon as I could because she was way more than I wanted to deal with, but she soon became openly antagonistic to me. Soon enough, the brown nosing paid off again, and she was promoted to supervisor. She soon went on a warpath, not just towards me, but towards most of the desk, and also the lead salesperson at the time. She, as well as the salesperson, would have actual screaming matches at each other on almost a daily basis. It got really petty too, as we would later find out. She would also try to write up a lot of people and have disciplinary meetings with them by herself, even though she had no authority to do so. She tried that a number of times with me, even presenting me with physical write-ups on notebook paper, which I flat out told her she couldn't write me up, and there was no way I was going to cooperate with her power trip. Thankfully and eventually, a new front office manager was brought in, and the supervisor stuck it out for another month before she decided it was too much of an insult to her that she didn't get her old position back. And once again, she disappeared to Jordan with no notice. This was about two 
two months before the pandemic hit and lockdown started to roll out. Since then, we found her journal where she would document every perceived transgression every member of staff made against her, including documenting the times of the salesperson's arrival as well as their departure from work just so they could try and get them fired. I have heard that she ended up marrying the dude she was always keeping tabs on, even though she was definitely spending some quality time with some other guys while she was here at the hotel. I still occasionally get guests coming in and asking if she still works here, to which I say, no, she was let go. And they would act very disappointed that she couldn't come up to their room and help get their TVs taken care of, which honestly is just gross. So thankfully, she's probably never coming back. And I'm so glad that I never have to deal with her ever again. What an absolute piece of garbage. I can't stand dealing with coworkers like that. The kind who brown nose like crazy just to try and get ahead. And then once they get this small little bit of power, they act like complete psychopaths and start punching down, which is really inappropriate in my opinion. Also, main management for that hotel really sucks. This lady literally left for four months and didn't say anything. And then she comes back and still gets promoted back to manager. I mean, how ridiculous is that? If I was in the original poster shoes, that quite literally would have been the last straw for me. I would probably put my two weeks notice in after that and explain to management that they don't know what they're doing and I'm not working under these conditions. Because I mean, look how she acted. This lady literally was trying to get people to go to her house just to wake her up simply because she might be too lazy to figure out how to get to work on time. And that's just absolutely atrocious. So it's really good to hear that the original poster doesn't have to deal with this lady anymore because she sounds like an absolute nightmare to deal with. And if I was in their shoes, I would probably go nuts having to deal with that lady on a daily basis. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.